thank you for tuning in to the Advent Life Podcast, your therapeutic outlet for venting the good and the misunderstood experiences of life. I am your host, Crystal. Before we get into today's episode, let's take a moment and hear about our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Advent Life Coaching, your resource for purpose-driven Christian coaching. Crystal has a heart to help others and is a committed vessel that God uses to help others achieve goals in life, business, or both. Coaching sessions are available with subscription on the Event Life app. And if you would like to request a one-on-one session, visit their website at www.eventlife.com. Again, that's www.eventlife.com and click the coaching button. Be sure to tell her that I sent you. <laughs> Okay, so today's topic is share your fruit. I wonder when you hear share your fruit, what does that mean to you? So for me, as I was preparing and and literally not much preparation goes into this podcast, I just simply because I'm just venting, right? So I look at my life over the past week and, you know, what sticks out to me. And so I was asking God, I was like, okay, God, what you want me to talk about on the podcast? And I heard as clear as day, share your fruit. But if you know me, it's not that simple. (laughs) So I hear share your fruit. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? You know? So, um, the first thing I thought about was, um, fruit of the spirit, right? When I hear fruit being a churchy person, first thing I think of is fruit of the spirit. So that's Galatians 5, 22 and 23, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Right. So that was the first thing. That was my first thought when I heard God say, share your fruit. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, well, hmm, where's the fruit coming from? And then the scripture that um, where Jesus says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. That's John 15 and five. So here it is. I am the vine. You are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit. Because you can do nothing without me. I was like, hmm, okay. And then I got a visual of what that looks like. I thought about a tree, actually. Um, And so um, the analogy, I mean, I don't know all the working parts of a tree. But in my mind, the vine was the trunk and the roots and stuff. That's Jesus. And then the branches were obviously the branches. That's me, the branch. Us, we are the branch, right? And then the fruit is what we are bearing. So I was, so in the vision, I, Jesus is my source. He's the trunk and the, and the roots. And so I'm getting my nutrients from him in order to bear this fruit, 
So that fruit that I'm bearing is, um, you know, am I being, uh, am I being kind? Am I showing love to others? Um, am I being peaceful? Am I extending patience to, to others? And am I exhibiting self-control? That's, that was my initial vision, right? Um, and that was my fruits. Am I exhibiting those things to, to others? And then, I don't know, something was just like, maybe you should ask him again. <laughs> so I said, you know, God, I hear you, but, but what is, what, how else does that look? What does that look like for me right now? And over the next couple of days, I was in conversation with, you know, a few people and they were telling me about things that had happened in their lives and, um, and that they should, I would, um, well, they want to share what was going on, but uh, fear, maybe procrastination, um, those distractions um, took over. And so they ended up maybe not writing a book or maybe, you know, postponing starting a podcast or a YouTube channel or going live or what have you. I mean, this has been happening all week. I'm saying this. Um, I, one of my good friends and classmates went live and she said that I normally don't do this. And um, I was like, okay, okay. So it all had started to make sense. So when I asked God, I'm like, okay, so what does sharing my fruit look like right now for me? And my fruit in this moment is not only my Galatians 5 fruit, but it's my testimony and the revelations that God gives me. That's also my fruit because I'm connected to him and he is um, imparting this wisdom in me and then I need to share it. It's how many of you know that when you go through something, it's not, it's not just for you. Our assignment is to, um, to win souls for Christ. And in doing that, we're going to have to give our testimony and because we're not the only person that's experienced whatever that is. And, um, and it's it's not just for us once we share it because other people have um maybe going through it right now or it may be in their future unfortunately um you know your testimony by you sharing will help them come out of whatever they are in or maybe even prevent it from being in the future or they'll know how to handle it going forward i hope i'm making sense to somebody um, but yeah, so in this moment, my fruit 
is not only my Galatians 5 fruit, but it's also my testimony. And isn't that what I vent life really is? Me venting my life and the experience experiences um, as I see them and um, and relaying the, the message that I learned from whatever it is that I went through. That's what I vent life is. And that's that's what... That's what the purpose of this podcast really is. So in keeping with um, God's command to me to share my fruit, I thought I would tell you guys about the time I got left behind. Don't laugh, right? Okay, so (laughs) it is September 2001, September 11th to be exact. Oh, does that date ring a bell for you? Yes, that is the day that the the nation was was hit hard. Well, one of the days. I mean, we've had many, but that one that was a big one um, for me because I was alive during that time. So, at any rate, um. I'm 21 years old. I have a newborn. She's less than a month old. And um, I'm laying in bed. So this is what happened. I, I had moved back home because I had a baby. And I didn't know much about taking care of kids if anything at all because I'm the youngest in my family and I don't I mean I have younger cousins but I didn't like really take care of them really I used to babysit my neighbor but for the most part I mean you just that's just a couple hours so I don't know how to take care of a baby so anyway I moved back home so my mom and my village could help me So I had an apartment and I think most of my furniture I gave away or left in the apartment for, you know, maybe the next tenant if they wanted it. Anyway, I know I remember bringing home my TV, which was a huge TV. You know, the ones with the big butt on the back. That's the TV I had in my room at my childhood home. So the TV was in my apartment in the living room, which is a larger space than my bedroom at home. So here I am with, a, I got a crib. I have a queen size bed. I got um, a chester, a dresser. Um, I want to say a nightstand, maybe two nightstands. No, I think I just had one nightstand and that's what the TV was sitting on. So long story short, it was tight. That's the moral of that story. It was tight in the room. And I had this big gigantic TV, right? So on September the 10th, before going to bed, I decided I would watch the movie um, Left Behind with Kirk Cameron, I believe is his name, um, as the star, right? Um, I honestly don't know why I watched that movie. Well, I like the movie, but I spiritually I don't know what I was dealing with um, in that in that moment because 
but leading up to it. So I'm raised Southern Baptist. Um, everybody in my family is a minister, a preacher, or a pastor. <laughs> and, uh, you know, well-known in the community. Like, I had pressure on me because I had a baby out of wedlock right? Not only did I have the pressure from my my blood family, my church family, um, I was receiving pressure on that end as well. And my pastor was called me in his study and he was like, so when, when do you want to go up before the church? I said, go up before the church for what? <laughs> Everybody knows me. I could be a little bit jazzy at times. So I'm like, go up before the church for what? Now I'm catching the attitude because I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't finna sing no solo. We already did Sunday school. Like, what you want me to do <laughs> that you asking me on the spot? And he was, what he was talking about was that, listen, and tra being traditional and religious, um, they used to ask people to like, if, if you did a public sin, air quotes, um, they wanted you to go in front of the church and apologize. To who? For what? I ain't getting into these people at this church. So um, I respectfully told him, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm straight on that, sir. Um, no, I'm not going before the church um, for because why? I said, I didn't do anything to the people at this church. And, um, you know, my grandmother, I, I was telling her about the situation. And she was like, well, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. And I was like, well, I ain't doing it. Okay. Um. I'm just not doing it because I didn't do anything to the church. I said, and if I'm being honest, I was like, child, half these people at the church doing the same thing. They just didn't get pregnant. So that's why they don't have uh, evidence of their sinning. But yeah, I was like, no, I I have um, repented and and I talked to God about it. And I don't I don't feel that going before the church is necessary. Like that's, that's just you trying to embarrass me. I literally said these things. Um, so I'm sure that didn't sit too well with him, but at this point I'm not concerned with anybody else's feelings except for, for mine own. Right. So fast forward to September 10th that night. And maybe I was feeling guilty. I don't know. But anyway, I watched left behind. And I fell asleep to it. And September 11th, I wake up to um, news, news, breaking news on my gigantic television. So, I mean, picture it. I wake up in this tight space. I mean, like my room wasn't like small, but I mean, it was tight because I had a lot of stuff in there. Um, I wake up and all I see is the TV. And it's smoke. And I'm like, is this a movie? And then I'm like, no, this is live. 
And then I'm listening to what they're saying. And then all of a sudden, a plane comes and hits the second tower. And I mean, it's just havoc. And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? So I call my mama. I call my mama's office, actually. I don't know. I don't think we had... Well, we had cell phones, but I don't know. I just remember calling her office. She didn't answer. I yelled in the house to see if anybody was still there. Now, mind you, I'm laying in the bed with my newborn, and I'm seeing all this hell breaking loose on TV. I'm yelling for somebody in the house. I'm like, hey, is is anybody here? Then I get up. And with India, and I'm walking through the house. I don't see anybody. So I was like, let me call mama at work again. So I call her. She still didn't answer the phone. So then I called my stepdaddy at um at his job at the plant, and he didn't answer. Then I call my grandmama. I call my other grandmama. Nobody is answering the phone. I'm like, Okay, so then I get to thinking about who I'm trying to call and who's not responding. And these are all people who are, um, in my mind, saved and going to heaven. So guess what? That's where I thought they were. (laughs) I literally thought I was left behind. I thought that Jesus came back and took up all of those who were in Christ and left me behind because I had a baby out of wedlock and I was not apologizing in front of the church. I thought that those things, you know, kept me from um, going to heaven. (laughs) And then I thought about, I was like, but wait a minute, why is my baby still here? I was like, so then I'm now I'm I'm questioning God and I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, now listen, this baby is innocent. Why didn't you take India with you? Like I'm I'm hysterical. And and now I'm running through the house. And we had a nice size house. And I don't know why I was running through it, because I had realized earlier wasn't nobody there but me and India. And I'm running through the house and I'm just praying and I'm like questioning God. I'm like, God, why you didn't take India? I get why you didn't take me, but why didn't you take India? And then the phone rang. It was my mama. I was like, oh, Lord, she didn't make it either. (laughs) Like I'm losing it. Because once that thought was in my mind, that's that's what it was. The rapture happened and I was left behind. So anyway, and I don't even know if she would remember this. I'm going to call her and ask her if she remembers me thinking I had got left behind. But um, but yeah, so um, she got me calm and it, then I was able to like see what was going on. And um, realized that I had not been left behind, that there was still time to to make things right, right? So uh, that was the, that's it. That's the story of me thinking that I had got, gotten left behind. And um, I shared that because I think it's a funny story. But I also think that 
um, it reveals how being solely traditional and religious instead of relational with Christ will get you left behind. Um, God, he don't care how many times you go to church. You are the church. We are the church. As a matter of fact, going to church, listen, Satan be sitting up in church. (laughs) Satan know the Bible back and forth. But, um, yeah, church is not going to get you to heaven. Going to church is not going to get you to heaven. And if nothing else, the pandemic has taught us that. That um, there were people who, you know, they might be like, are you saved? And I'd be like, yeah. They'd be like, oh, what church you go to? And I might say, well, I'm not a member of a church. I, you know, I'm still trying to find my place. Um, which is fine. I mean, you got to go where you're going to be fair, right? Um, so then they'll be like, oh, well, I go to church every Sunday. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So when the pandemic hit and you couldn't go to church every Sunday, did that mean that you were no longer saved? Because that's what that response tells me that you think because you go to church every Sunday that that that's it. And that's that's not even close. Again, the church is not going to save you because you are the church. We are the church. So, but yeah. Um. That's me sharing my fruit. That was, um, that's just one of many stories that I have um, where I'm so saved <laughs> that um, that's, that's the first thing that came to mind. Like <laughs> Jesus came back and he left me because I had a baby out of wedlock. That, that story is just too funny to me. So uh, I want you to go over to um, to our Instagram page at IVL Podcast. And I want you to answer this question. Are you willing to share your fruit? Now, many may have um, not opted to share that story because I mean it's embarrassing and maybe shows a little bit of naivety on my part um but that's me I'm I'm an open book like literally I write books about my life I have a whole podcast venting my life so um I think I think I have it um in the bag when it comes to sharing my fruit. Um, and maybe this was just um, God's way of, maybe there were some things that I chose to keep private that he would also like for me to um, to share. And I don't know, that's that's something I'm gonna have to, um, to pray about. <laughs> All right, so next up on the agenda is this week in social media. So I don't know if you guys have um, been seeing this, but I literally have this song stuck in my head, Knees Like Megan, Knees Like Megan. And um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I see these challenges where people are trying to show whether they have the Megan the Stallion knees or not, right? And I'm one of them. Now, I didn't post anything. I didn't even record a video, but ask my children. I've been walking around the house or in random places just trying to see if my knees are like Megan's. And what I realized is I definitely have Mahalia knees, not Megan, but Mahalia. Um, <laughs> because I cannot do, I can't do that anymore. And that's okay. I guess it's okay. What, what I'm learning from this experience is that I, I really am 41. To some, that might not be old. But to others, I may as well be somebody's grandma. And um, with that being said, that brings me to a video that I watched um, on YouTube. Uh, Priscilla Shirer, if I'm saying her name correctly. I love her, by the way. Um, she did a, a video, gosh, I can't remember how long ago, but it's it's been showing up on my feed all week, no matter what I'm watching. I could be going to YouTube um, for recipes or how to fix something. And this video um, is right there for me to, to watch next. And it's it's entitled, You're Right Where You Need to Be. Um. Man, there were a lot of gems in this video. So I encourage you to um to to go over to YouTube and you know find it and watch it. It's Priscilla Shirer and um it's entitled You're Right Where You Need to Be. So um with this revelation, um well, in a video, she was sharing um, how age is not determined or should not be determined by our birth date, but yet by our death date. And her explanation was that, um, so if you are 20, and you pass when you're 25, you only had a five-year span left. So technically you were old in age. But if you are 50 and you live to be 120, that's an over 50-year um, additional years on your life. So you are considered young. And all that talk about age just made me realize that, um, no, we don't know, you know, when our last moment will be. So we have to, um, to live like, like it's our last moment, you know, not, I'm not saying do anything crazy, but, um, for me, that looks like being obedient when God tells me to do something, um, reading and studying and staying in his word, um, 
you know, being helpful to others, sharing my fruit. That's what it looks like. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. That's what that looks like. Aging gracefully looks like sharing my fruit. And if you do that, then, (laughs) wow, God, you are so good. If you do that, then you won't have a fear of being left behind. Let me tell y'all something. I ain't even tie all this stuff together. But that's literally what God just did. He tied everything that I vented about today back to sharing my fruit. Listen, (laughs) if you ain't know, now you know. If you didn't know, now you know. Aging gracefully and with wisdom is sharing your fruit. That's how you do that. That's how you not have a fear of being left behind. Wow. I'm I'm literally in shock right now, guys. Okay. And last but not least, let's talk about Crystal's gems. Oh, snap. Y'all ain't even going to believe this. Guess what the Crystal gem is? <laughs> it's about patience. Patience is not only about the ability to wait, but what you do while you are waiting. So what are you doing while you're waiting? And as a side note, um, we are not always waiting on God. Sometimes he is waiting on us. Um, When I left the workforce, um, I felt like I was waiting on God, but I, I learned that it was actually me who was the holdup because I wasn't being obedient. I kept saying, Lord, give me confirmation, send me a sign, make it crystal clear. And I mean, it was right in my face. Like, girl, you are ready. Let's move forward. (laughs) And I just kept saying, uh, I'm just going to be patient and I'm just going to wait on God. What was happening was I was um, fear, basically. I was fearful of not having what what some would consider to be a guaranteed um, paycheck. Um, So I thought that I needed like this lump sum of money saved and so forth but God was like girl I'm going to provide for you you have nothing to worry about I'm here stay in me and I got you and so um once I finally decided to be obedient then he's just been showing up and those provisions that he told me now I'm seeing them, but, um, but in me saying that I was just going to be patient, um, I was, I initially, I was just waiting, 
but I wasn't doing anything while I was waiting. But once I started, um, you know, preparing myself, I realized that I wasn't waiting on God. He was just waiting on me. And once I stepped out, then everything that he told me, I started to see come to pass. So that was your crystals gem. Patience is not only about the ability to wait, but what you do while you are waiting. Okay, family, that is it for today's episode of the Event Life Podcast. Head on over to our Instagram page uh, at IVL Podcast and answer this week's episode question. I love you beyond. Continue to be a light in this world of darkness, and I'll see you next time. Bye.